Amanda Razani with Digital CXO, and I'm excited to be here again speaking with Ken Babcock, the co-founder and CEO of Tango. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Amanda. Thanks for thanks for having me. Glad to have you back on the show. So can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your background and then a little bit about Tango and what you what you do there? Yeah, absolutely. So uh Let's see, born and raised in upstate New York, um, went to Cornell for undergrad, spent a year in consulting, and then most of my career uh, actually at Uber in the Bay Area during periods of crazy growth and turmoil and <laughs> lots of um, interesting eras, let's call it. Uh, but that's really where the entrepreneurial bug bit me. And so, you know, ever since that, you know, I've been working on trying to build the skill set to start a company and then eventually did with Tango. Um, I met my co-founders, uh, Brian and Dan, while we were all at Harvard Business School um, during the fall of 2019. And uh, that's really where we got the idea for Tango um, and thinking about, you know, how can we accelerate knowledge transfer within organizations? And the way most companies do that is through documentation. But documentation, we feel, into in you know the modern org organization is pretty broken. It takes too long to create documentation. It gets stale really quickly, and the end result is that you know of all the all of a company's processes, you know probably less than half are actually documented. And so with Tango, you know we've we've focused on how do we lower the barrier to creating documentation, acknowledging that you know the best companies, the ones that achieve this operational excellence rely on process, rely on process documentation, rely on cross-skilling, upskilling. Um, and so, you know, that's what we've been working towards for, for three years now. And, you know, we're lucky to have uh, over 300,000 users of the Tango product. Um, it's very easy to get started for free. And, you know, we're continuing to provide new features and new value to, to those end users. Speaking of that, I know you recently rolled out a new feature. Can you share a bit more about this new feature? Yeah, it's a feature called Batch Blur. So the output of a Tango is a step-by-step how-to guide complete with screenshots, descriptions, URLs. The screenshots are probably the most prominent part of any how-to guide. And whenever you're taking screenshots, anyone who's done it, who's listening, knows that you know sometimes you can capture some things that maybe you don't want in the screenshot uh, those can be things as you know like oh I'm checking my ESPN scores on the side or it can be something that most organizations care a lot about which is PII information about your customers that identifies them or exposes their identity um, as you're going through a workflow and a lot of organizations have controls around PII and so um, we've learned that you know screenshots are definitely an area where, you know, users of our product and, and buyers, they always ask about, okay, well, how do you control for PII? So Batch Blur is a huge step in that direction because um, it's allowing us to scan across all the screenshots that are taken in a workflow. And, you know, when a user says, hey, I'd actually like to blur this, we search all the rest of the screenshots to automatically identify that. So today... A user has to go step by step through each of those screenshots and find that element of PII. Um, you know, when this when this is released, uh, they won't have to do that anymore. So it saves them a lot of time creating documentation. Which, if we go back to the origin story, what we set out to do in the in the beginning, you know, save people time, 
lower that barrier, do more of the work for them. Um, so batch blur is a step in that direction. So much more efficient, and it's going to be really great in this age of remote and hybrid work that we find ourselves into, I imagine, because there is so much more content being sent across the web. And um, I know this is going to just make it easier with, like you said, all those little things that you just don't want, data and important information, personal information, getting out there that can just be easily blurred. Yeah. So, you know, I think the thing that we kind of read, which, you know, I, I don't know if everyone knows this stat, but, you know, PII or uh, your privacy information, you know, things that you hold near and dear, your passwords, your address, your credit card info, there were more breaches in 2022 than ever before. And, and that's, you know, in a in a time where, you know, we have more tools to control for that. We have password managers, um, we have, you know, secure ways of encrypting websites, uh, but the breaches are still happening. And so that's something that we're, we've always been mindful of too, is how do we make sure that, you know, we're not exposing this almost like IP within companies and how do we make sure that, that we're protecting organizations and that they know that they can trust Tango to take care of the PII that, that runs and operates their businesses. And just like you said, there's more tools than ever. There's more content than ever. And that means there's just more touch points where things can go awry and, and personally identified information can be exposed. Absolutely. And I know security is always a concern. And I know a lot of businesses are in digital transformation initiatives. Where do you see Tango fitting into their digital transformation initiatives? Yeah, whenever you think about digital transformation or change management, it's it's um, you know, it's upgrading a suite of tools or upgrading, you know, your organization's efficiency through the the use of tools. We always talk about the people, process, and technology framework of any organization. Digital transformation is one that touches all three of those components, probably most acutely technology, because you're adopting new software. You're helping people figure out, you know, how do they use that? What are the processes in which they'll use that for? And so, um, you know, we fit really nicely in there because a lot of what our organizations use Tango for is that that change management. Hey, we used to do something this way. Here's the step by step. Now with this new tool, we have to do something that way. And you know, given the investment that organizations are putting into tooling. Um, and the amount of applications that they use, it's critical that they get the most out of those. And that means making sure that people are um, educated and aware of all the features and functionality that are going to allow them to be more efficient. And a lot of organizations skip that step. So um, if you feel like your organization is skipping that step, you know, I highly encourage you to, to download Tango today. Wonderful. So five years from now, where do you see Tango? Uh, do you have any goals now that you've rolled out this feature? What's next? So we've always focused on the creator of documentation. How do we save them time? Now, documentation, you know, it, it, it doesn't necessarily exist if there's not a viewer, right? It doesn't matter if you create something that no one looks at. So for us, you know, the, the next couple of years are going to be, how do we build a robust viewership experience? One that not only allows people to view things that are, you know, visually pleasing, but um, 
actually it helps them execute the workflow. And so we're starting to work on some of that stuff today where, you know, if I'm a creator and I share something with you, Amanda, that Tango workflow will actually walk you through the steps and help you execute against it. Longer term, that also provides an opportunity for you to give feedback. You know, we know how documentation gets stale. And so as the viewer, you might actually find a better workaround for that process or a more efficient way to do something. Um, so as you're being guided through it, maybe you're actually giving feedback. Hey, you know what? I have a better way. And that just helps the whole organization continue to find, continue to find efficiency. And then the very, very long term for us is how do we, you know, acknowledge that understanding of an organization's best practices such that we can intervene in real time and help people get unstuck. Um, so, you know, that's a, that's a, a time period where you might not even need to have a Tango workflow open. We actually meet you where you are, where you're stuck and help you execute. So um, that's the long term for us. That'd be really convenient. Sounds like a great plan. Well, yeah. um, do you have anything else you would like to share with us today? I mean, I think we covered a lot of it. You know, I, I think also I just want to acknowledge the customers that helped us define batch blur. These are organizations in healthcare, finance, data, people that are interacting with PII all the time. And without them, I don't think we could have, have built um, the product in the way that we have. So I'm really excited to release batch blur. It's always gratifying to deliver something that your users have explicitly asked for. Um, so, you know, thank you. Thank you to them. I guess that'll be my, my parting words. Absolutely. It sounds like a far reaching feature that can really cross many industries. Yeah, totally. And, um, you know, PII is something we, you know, we probably all interact with even without knowing it. Um, you know, those are, those are just the industries that, you know, feel it quite a bit when you're talking about complying with, with different requirements and regulations. Right. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your insights with us. And I look forward to chatting with you again soon down the road. Thanks, Amanda. Always a pleasure.